All right, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Cast Conversations and Bright Suns, as they would say in Batu. Uh, as always, I'm joined with the um, the. I didn't think about it beforehand. Philosophical Phil. That's... I think you might have used that one before. Anyways, <laughs> how's it going, guys? Uh, today we are joined w- with Kylie, who is an uh, attractions cast member at Galaxy's Edge, and. Uh, Kylie, do you want to introduce yourself a little bit? Tell them about you. Sure. Yeah. Um, my name's Kylie. Um, I worked for Disney since January. Um, I came on the college program, and then that ended in July. And then I made the decision to stay. So um, I applied as part time, and now I'm part time. They um, they had me over in Galaxy's Edge, so that's where I am right now. Awesome. Uh, That's so exciting. Uh, so were you uh, like a, an opening member? Yeah, actually, my first day out of training uh, was opening day. That was my first day like, so, on the job. <laughs> I don't know if you're able to like talk about this, but did they give you any um, like souvenirs as like an opening staff member or cast member? Um, yeah, all, all the Hollywood Studios cast members who were working that day um did get like a bag of it was it's just like uh the maps um that were out for hollywood studios like the maps that are now the right way (laughs) yeah the the one that has the millennium falcon on it uh, yeah that's awesome the metallic one yeah that was cool um and it had like some other things just to commemorate the opening being on the opening team uh so yeah that was really cool that they they did that it was sort of a little gift uh yeah that's awesome now that you're you're essentially part of history for Galaxy's Edge. Yeah, it, it really does feel that way. They made um, kind of like a big deal about it. Just it felt really special to be there. There was a lot of energy among the cast, for sure, um, among the guests. Uh, it was just really exciting that, um, you know, everyone was seeing it for the first time. It was open to the public for the first time that day. So, yeah, it was really neat. Everyone was, I think, really pleased with, um all the hype and everything i think they lived they lived up to the hype for sure um it's a really incredible land for sure yeah i i am very anxious to get back there and yeah, take a look at it so straying away from galaxy's edge for a second we'll get back into that in a little while yeah, later on later on in our episode we're going to start off uh just asking you about your college program and your experience with that so okay, sure. How did you first get interested in the college program? Like, how'd you hear about it? How'd you decide you wanted to go ahead and apply for it? Um, well, I remember hearing about it when I was pretty young. I want to say, like, in middle school. Uh, um, I think a family friend, I had heard that um, she was doing the college program, um, really loved it. So, also being a huge Disney lover, I was definitely interested in um, participating in that. And then... Um, actually in high school, uh, when I started to look into it more, I realized, um, so my, for my senior year of high school, I did a college instead. I went to college, um, for my senior year. Um, and there was a program where the state would pay for your tuition and your textbooks and everything. If you, um, did that instead. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was really nice. So I got to, uh, be on campus and everything. So I started college a little bit early while also still being in high school. So I thought, oh, maybe that means I can do the college program. Unfortunately, being in that program, um, you have to like be out of high school. So I had to wait um, and out like I did my first year and then I had to wait another semester to be able to apply. So I was in very much anticipating that time where I could be ready because um, you have to have a semester done to be able to apply for it. So right, I felt right. Like I already had three, and I was like, "Oh, I'm so ready to go." So <laughs> yeah, you're um, sitting there just waiting. Yeah, I was really definitely ready to go. Uh, so the first time I applied, uh, I put my application in, and I didn't hear anything back until like the very last day that they said they would get back to you, and um, I was uh, no longer in consideration. So I was heartbroken, but I had also heard from a lot of people that it takes you know maybe three or four times. So I was like, okay, I'll just apply next semester. Like, no big deal. You know, I tried to, like, kind of pick it up, move on. And then uh, that second time I applied, I kind of thought, like, oh, I haven't heard anything still. It's been a really long time. Like, maybe next time. Mentally, I was already, already, like, planning 
yeah. Downloaded. Yeah. And then within like the last week or so, they sent me my web-based interview and I passed it and then I scheduled an interview and then I got the you have been accepted email and I was so excited and I had to kind of make a decision really quickly. Um, but I really knew that it's kind of a once in a lifetime thing since, you know, you have to do it while you're in college and I really wanted to do it. So, um, yeah, it, it's, it's definitely a once in a lifetime opportunity for sure. It's pretty amazing to uh, just leave college for a bit or once you graduate, uh, go on and just work at Disney world. Like yeah. it's pretty phenomenal. I know. I, it's definitely a great opportunity. I'm so glad that I did it. I'm so glad it gave me the opportunity to come down here. And now, um, you know, I loved it. So I, I live down here now. <laughs> so when you did apply, what were the roles that you uh, were interested in? Or did you have any others that you wanted? Um, you know, I wasn't um, super, you know, besides reading what they had available when you're applying online. Um, I didn't have like a, a huge idea of exactly what I wanted to do. Um, I knew I would be interested in merchandise, attractions. I put the, the big ones down uh, because I also read that uh, the larger roles, you may have a better chance of being accepted if you are interested in those since they require more people. Um, I, you know, a Bibbidi Bobby Boutique was something that was interesting to me. Photo pass, things like that. I think I found those, uh, I think th those would be fun. Uh, and eventually I did, ended up getting accepted for merchandise and I was placed over in Disney Springs. Oh, okay. Where did you work at Disney Springs? Um, I was on the West side. So that's a zone of, uh, candy cauldron. Uh, they make apples and there's a window and you can like watch them and do it. It's really fun. Uh, and then the stores next door, which are Star Wars Galactic Outpost, uh, and Marvel Superhero Headquarters, as well as the glow carts that are placed around Disney Springs with, like, the bubble wands and, like, the light-up toys and the really exciting things that kids like to go grab. <laughs> you know what? You're It's really sad, though, because you're right across from Bongo's, which is my favorite place, and it's closing. <laughs> yep, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> I love Bongo's. Like, I, I'm, like, genuinely heartbroken that it's closing. You're not the only one. I heard a lot of, a lot of people say they were really oh, sad can't believe that the, the amount of times that bongos has been brought up in this podcast <laughs> yeah is... we, we should really be sponsored by them to be honest <laughs> um so of the uh the west side uh stores that you worked at did you have a favorite oh definitely candy cauldron for yeah sure. it's cool walking by and smelling yeah. it and seeing it um yeah and it, it's the busiest so as far as working goes i think that time goes by a little faster when you're working there because um, you always have something to do you know there's always someone to interact with and talk to um there's a case full of all the goodies you know it constantly has to be stocked um not to mention you know i, I had the opportunity to work in the um the kitchen out with the where the window is um uh, i did get to work in there a little bit near the end of my program um i got training to work on like the cotton candy machine so sometimes i would get to do that and that was really fun oh that's really cool yeah that is so back to your application process, what are some tips that you might have for getting accepted uh, into the college program for your phone interview? Um, for the phone interview specifically, I think whenever I was preparing for it, uh, I really just wanted to know what they were going to ask. So I felt like a little bit more prepared, so I'd be less nervous uh, um, since, you know, I, it was a huge opportunity for me I was nervous that I would get very far to getting the phone interview and then you know be no longer in consideration that would have made me really sad but um yeah I think the interviewer um my interviewer was very nice easy to talk to I think just making sure that you're being honest um sort of putting your personal touch on your um they've already seen your resume you've already passed the web-based interview so obviously they're interested in you just showing them uh even more of like why they should hire you and bring you into the Disney company. Um, I think that's just important, but just being yourself, being honest, answering their questions. Um, it, it wasn't, it wasn't bad, but honestly, it was kind of, it was kind of fun. I just talked about Disney and, uh, why I wanted to be there. So. Yeah, that's, that's they have great advice. Mm -hmm. Um, so going forward now into, uh, getting accepted when you were picking out your roommates did you meet them online before beforehand or did you uh, just do randoms and uh just wing it yeah just wing it 
Um, yeah, actually, I think I did join the Facebook group pretty early on looking for roommates, and I filled out, like, the little profile uh, that the admins had set up, and since I had gotten accepted so late, a lot of people already had roommates kind of, like, set up and picked out already, um, so I had a small group of girls that we had initially, um, decided that we were going to try to room together, and then they changed something with the rooming, uh, for my program, it was the first time that they said that you can only link up with one other person. So basically, instead of linking up for six people total to basically have uh, the whole, if you let's say you have a bedroom, a three bedroom, and there's six people, you would only be able to link up with one person. So that, that could be your direct roommate rather than having a whole set of six linked up. So basically, for my little group, that meant um, we had five people in our group. I think that Two of them um, already knew each other, and the other two um, ended up being roommates. So I was back kind of in the random draw, but it ended up being totally great because I got along with my roommates really well. Um, oh, that's were, good. That's yeah. important. Yeah, that's, that's very good to hear. Yes. You don't ever want to have roommate issues. Like, yeah. And I know. <laughs> yeah. Whenever they, they changed, they announced that they were making that change. I think on the Facebook group, I remember people were kind of panicking because at all the uh, – sets they had tried to set up all the rooms that they had thought they were going to be in they kind of had to um it kind of went away into the wind and so yeah everyone is thinking pretty bad so uh what were some fun things you did outside of disney or some things that you might recommend to other future college program members oh yeah um well i am fortunate enough i brought my car down all the way from minnesota i drove it down um so i had a car um, with me, which is so convenient and so nice. Mm-hmm. I definitely recommend having a car if you're on the college program. So you don't have to rely on the bus system. But um, I'd like to go to the parks. I've been an annual pass holder for a really long time. So um, I didn't have that like initial, okay, there's like three or four weeks where I'm going to the park every day. And uh, and then I think, you know, I saw a lot of people do that and get tired of it really quick. Uh, I know people like to go to Universal. I personally haven't gone in several years i think i should uh, i like to go to the beach or like thrift shopping in the area uh, i really like bubble tea so finding new places to go um, and get bubble tea since it's kind of like hard to find sometimes that was yeah. fun yeah so just um spending time with my roommates my friends from work uh it was just a, a good time that is a good time uh is there was it difficult finding Somewhere to live after your college program? I've just always been curious about that. Um, there were, I wasn't 100% sure if I wanted to um, like buy something since I know that I'm going to be living here for a long time or if I wanted to find something maybe a little more short-term, like an apartment with like a group of people. Uh, I joined, there's a uh, Facebook group for just cast members, looking uh, Universal team members or Disney cast members. Okay. Uh, who are looking for apartments uh, or like basically looking for rooms in the area. So I joined that um, and considered like a couple places. And then fortunately, because my, my family wants to move down here as well, um, we kind of made the decision to buy a place down here. And then that way um, we have all, my family can come down whenever they like and they'll have a place to stay. And then my sister, when she graduates high school next year, she wants to also come down and live with, with me. So, and work for Disney too. So basically do what I'm doing. Um, so yeah, it kind of worked out since my whole family wants to live down here. We just got a place kind of as a family. Um, so do you think that you see yourself in a future with the Walt Disney company, like, um, maybe being a leader or a uh, coordinator or something like that? Oh yeah, I definitely, I have already considered, um, I've asked a coordinator of mine. Um, so right now I am in attractions. Um, and basically I, what the plan is, is that in uh, a couple weeks, I'll be start training to open the uh, new attraction that's opening Galaxy's Edge, Rise of Resistance. So I, they haven't, as of right now, as far as I know, um, there's not a lot of information about like exactly what like, the staff looks like for that. Um, But I wanted, just out of curiosity, I asked my coordinator about um, how they were going to be choosing trainers or coordinators um, for that attraction. 
Um, and unfortunately, she didn't have a lot of information yet. It's sure. kind of still in the works. <laughs> um, but I know that coordinators work really, really hard. I see what they do. Um, and I have definitely considered trying to pursue that. Um, but as far as like a career, I am still in school for um, engineering. I want to go into software engineering. I want to do post-grad. Uh, I, one of my dream jobs is to be an Imagineer. So maybe in my future, one day, if everything kind of falls into place, that might happen. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be phenomenal, honestly. That'd be a good endgame type uh, role for you. Yeah, it's been a, a dream of mine for a long time. It's always been kind of like something I've thought about. Uh, I think Imagineers have a really cool job, and I would love to do that and be a part of like the whole process of building. Yeah, especially is. with your passion and everything. So that would be that'd be a great fit. Um, but okay, so kind of changing tracks a little bit. Uh, what was your favorite thing about the col- the college program in particular? Man, it's hard to just pick one thing. Um, I. I have to say probably all the people that I met, uh, both guests and the people that I worked with on the college program. Um, there are some people I met while I was doing my college program who uh, did what I did and stay, decided to stay afterwards, and we're still friends. Um, absolutely love all those people. They're amazing. I think you have to be a little bit crazy to work for Disney, and that little and kind of wild and uh, positive. There's a lot of positive people. Um, so... We already have something in common, and you kind of share unique experiences that a lot of other people don't, uh, no matter where you're working on property, I think. So probably all the people that I got to get to know, uh, even the ones who, you know, didn't stay, and I, I miss them, and that's hard, but at least, you know, I got to know them, and I have friends all over now. Oh, that's good. Yeah, it's, it's cool seeing uh, friends on Snap Map and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, <laughs> exactly. I see all these people in Disney wearing Mickey ears and I'm like, oh, yeah. I wish I was there. Yeah. So would you recommend the college program to people of just all majors? Oh, yeah. I don't think it matters what major uh, you are. I think a common misconception that, you know, when people talk to me about the college program or ask me questions about it is um, that you have to do a role that has something to do with your major. Uh, and that's not necessarily true. You know, I think... You know, whenever I was doing my phone interview, he asked me about what my goals were um, and my major um, and how it connected to that. So, you know, I've, with Imagineering, I'm going into engineering. That kind of makes sense. But I think what's more important is that they're finding positive people who um, care about the guest and putting safety first, um, who can perform all of the needs um, for whatever role that is. So for merchandise... Uh, they were looking more for people who uh, could take like what's maybe a transaction and turn it into a really good interaction. Um, you sure. know, being talkative, being enthusiastic, uh, basic stuff like that. So it's more about who you are, not so much your major. You know, no matter what major you are, they're going to be able to find a good fit for you. Yeah, definitely. Um, well, really quickly, I'm going to start to a break. Uh, we'll do the beautiful ad reads, and then we'll be back in probably like three minutes. So uh, we'll be right back. Hey, Phil, do you like Disney things? I mean, have you seen my room? Okay, you're right, you're right. Do you like an assortment of Disney gadgets, gizmos, who's-its, what's-its, and thingamabobs? Yeah, of course. Well, then you should head on over to Treasures Untold Thrift on Instagram. They have over 30 things on their website and on their page of different who's-its, what's-its, and all things Disney. I mean, sounds like the website for me, personally. It's the website for you. Uh, Their things are not expensive at all, uh, ranging from... Uh, a few dollars to twenty dollars. Um, their newest thing is a Winnie the Pooh cake pan that was uploaded on August sixteenth. So everything's new um, and fresh, and they're they're helping to keep things out of the landfill by reusing for resale. Yeah, I mean it sounds like they're constantly posting new things. So, and uh, you told me your favorite thing was the uh, the Sorcerer Mickey. Yeah, they got a Sorcerer Mickey coin bank on there. Do you have anything else you like on there? Um, yeah, I like the, uh, they have like a, the storm, wait, what's her name? Um, uh, Captain Phasma. Yeah, yeah, Captain Phasma mug, which yeah. I thought was pretty cool. They also have a, um, oh, our guest Madison would like this. They have a Kermit, uh, Mickey ear oh, type yeah. thing. So yeah, head on over there. Um, we're going to be doing a giveaway with them, so keep a lookout for that. Uh, thank you guys. This second half of the episode is brought to you by Wicked Good. 
Uh, thanks to Wicked Good for sponsoring our first giveaway and giving us some awesome fragrances to give out. They have a lot of different fragrances. A lot of them are Disney-inspired, but they have a lot of others as well. Uh, some that we also mentioned, like Fresh Cut Grass, they have just about anything you could want. So make sure to use our 15% off discount code, CAST15, and you'll be able to receive 15% off of any purchase. And make sure to check them out, guys. Uh, you can find their link in our description. Now, we hope you enjoy the rest of the episode. All right, welcome back, everyone. Thank you for listening to those beautiful ads. I know Phil's voice sounded phenomenal. Right. Um, but we'll get into uh, Galaxy's Edge a little bit. So just to start things off and establish a fair basis, what's your favorite Star Wars movie? You know, this might be a little unpopular, but I really like the new trilogy. Uh, just really? because. Yeah, I mean, I know the hardcore Star Wars fans, at least the ones that I've spoken to, aren't as big of a fan of the, the new movies as um, they are with the old ones. And those are classics. Love those. But um, to be honest, I had not really seen the original Star Wars movies until the new ones came out. And I started watching those. And I was like, okay, this is really cool. I like this. And then I went back and like saw the other ones. So just because, you know, the, the newer ones, um, I like the characters. I, I like... Um, you know, when I watch the older ones, they're they're clearly they're pretty old. Um, the effects are not as like you know amazing, but that's part of what is so great about it. It's kind of it's, it's right. Um, I, go ahead. Oh, Sorry. No, the newer ones are full of like these great effects and everything, and um, the actors I like that they picked people who I've never really heard of before I saw the movies, and it just feels very original, and I, I like it. It got me into Star Wars. Yeah, definitely. I agree. Or I can see where you're coming from there. Uh, but I, I do feel like the no matter what they would have done with the new Star Wars trilogy, I don't think original Star Wars fans would have liked it better. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I think it, yeah. I think. Yeah, no matter what. it There would have been people that are like, wah, 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 wah. Yeah, like <laughs> they were better when I was. Yeah, I will say, though, I thought The Force Awakens was like phenomenal. Yeah, they're, the new yeah. ones are definitely good. Yeah. Yeah, I really um, liked The Force Awakens. That was really a cool movie to me because it, it was literally the first time I had been exposed to Star Wars at all. And it I was so surprised that I liked it. I was like, wow, this is really good. Like, I want more. So, yeah. So, uh, what what do you do in Galaxy's Edge? Do you want to tell us a little bit about, like, a day in the life? Sure. So, my role right now actually is called Guest Flow. Uh, and basically what that entails is going in, um, you know, I... I I'm either on planet or off planet, so I'll be working either more in the Hollywood Studios part, um, and that would be like off planet. So there's there's different costumes for each of those, um, and then I could be on planet, which means I'm actually in the land itself. Uh, my, my job is basically to, um, especially on opening day and the days that kind of came after that was really busy. Um, obviously, the lines were really long; it was really crowded. Um, it's all new, so people don't necessarily know where they're going. It's kind of just to help ease all of that, make sure that um, lines aren't blocking uh, any pathways, that they're going um, in the right directions, that people know what they're standing in line for. Um, if people need directions to um, the refreshers or to, um, you know, they want to find the Millennium Falcon or any of those things, we're here to answer questions. Uh, mostly, most of all, interact with guests and um, put them in the story and it, you know as we're told we're kind of like the the cast is the living breathing uh, what makes the two feel alive so that, that's kind of our job is to uh, be the the people on the feet on the ground for the two that we live there so it's really fun um so how did you get to become a galaxy's edge cast member or was that like something you signed up for no actually uh so i applied um, for part-time and I applied initially for the only part-time hourly role that I saw available online and that was for quick service food and beverage. Mm -hmm. um, now I've done sort of food and beverage jobs a, a lot of my life since I was like 14 so I kind of wanted to mix it up. I'm sure I would have been placed somewhere that I liked but I, when I was doing my phone interview I, I asked if there were any other roles um, available and he said, what about attractions? I said, well, I would love to give that a try. Um, and then he mentioned 
some places in Epcot. He was just kind of going down the list. Uh, and then he said, are you a Star Wars fan? And I said, I, sure, I, I do like Star Wars. Um, and so he was like, well, how would you feel about doing Attractions at Galaxy's Edge? And I obviously was very, very excited. I wasn't expecting him to open that door for me or anything um, so late because, you know, I only got hired in like August and the land was about to open. So, but uh, it, I got really lucky um, and my first day was opening day. So I've loved it really the whole time. Yeah, that's awesome. That is really cool. That's really cool. So how, how long did they have you training for this role beforehand? Um, well, I did have um, what every cast member does is traditions. Um, yep. I did have traditions. I had um, attractions, like a safety training, as operations training. Uh, and then there's a, like a special day for um, Galaxy's Edge cast members that kind of goes over Star Wars, um, maybe for people who are coming in to work in Galaxy's Edge. And they've never seen Star Wars before. So they kind of treat it as like a Star Wars 101, um, which is really helpful for me because, you know, I, I haven't read the novels. I'm not in like the, you know, there's hardcore Star Wars fans who come here and they expect, you know, top notch. You know, they want us to know everything there is to know about Star Wars. And that's kind of hard right. if you haven't read like, you know, the really in-depth stuff or you don't know every single little detail about the movies. So they kind of gave people a rundown for that. And that was really helpful. Um, and then after that, there was two days of training on my specific role, which is currently guest flow. Um, that being said, I'm, I'm not sure how much longer I'll be doing guest flow as it is <laughs> temporary. It's a temporary role um, for Galaxy's Edge right now. Yeah, that makes sense. So did, I didn't know you had to go through traditions again. It does every like new hire, even if you were in college program have to do that um no however since my traditions was in january um if it has been over six months which it had for me because i extended my college program um then you have to do it again so that's why okay that makes sense so uh as part of your training I, i know it was uh rumored that you would have to learn an alien language uh is that true or is that just for like the performers um Arabesh is the written language that uh, you can see around Galaxy's Edge. You can see it on our name tags. It has our names in Arabesh on there. Um, while I have, I, just from being around um, the land and seeing it all the time, I do have some characters memorized. Uh, we are not required to know the Arabesh alphabet, no. Okay, yeah, that'd be pretty hard yeah (laughs) Yeah, there is a translator on um the there's an app that has the translator on it if you want to (laughs) it's kind of cool um and so what is your favorite thing about galaxy's edge oh my goodness i don't even wow there's so many things that i really do love about it um i love the falcon um and the the scenery of it all um walking in the throughout land the there's a lot to look at uh there's a lot of detail put into it i can tell you know it took them a long time to build it uh, but there's a certain like feeling you get it, um, i would almost compare it to uh when you walk on main street in magic kingdom and then like there's the castle and it's big and it's like it's right there um and it's kind of grand and there's like that really cool moment where you get to like see it um uh, it's almost kind of like that because you're you have to walk down this path and there's kind of a tunnel that you walk through a little bit like an archway and then the Millennium Falcon is right there. And then there's the rest of the spaceport and there's sounds and there's just, it's like a <laughs> full sensory experience. And, uh, people, I've seen people like brought to tears, um, when they walk in and they like absolutely love it. I've seen proposals already, um, right by the Falcon. So it's just a cool place. And I like yeah. to be there and see it all, um, and see people's reactions. That is really cool. I can, I'm still cannot wait to go see it eventually. So, do you know anything about the new Star Wars themed hotel that's going to be there that that the average person may not know? Um, actually, I don't. I haven't heard anything about it. Oh um, man. I, other than that, it's it's going to be um, sort of similar. It, we're gal- when you go into Galaxy's Edge, you know the cast members um, are in character and it's immersive. There's a lot to do. You want it's made to feel as though you are a part of the Star Wars universe. I know that the the resort 
is going to be the same in that way, um, if not even more intensive. I think they want it to be a really immersive Star Wars experience. And I, sure. I can't wait to see what they do with it. So on your name tag, what planet are you from? Um, so fun fact, the name tags actually don't say where we're from. Um, I know that normal cast member name tags, the, the white ones with like, the blue text, it'll have your name and then the place where you're from underneath. And we do have our names and then some text underneath. It's an Arabesh, but it is our names in Arabesh. So our name is just on there twice. Mm-hmm. Where would you be from if you could pick? Well, um, actually, so I am from Surabat, um, it, which is a community on Batu. So any cast member who works in Black Spire Outpost, which is the land itself, um, lives in one of th- the three communities um, on Batu, and that would be um, Pika, Gama, and Surabat. So. And so, do they each have their own? Do they have their own like personality of community, or is it just part of the land? Oh no, absolutely. There's. It's kind of like a. I've had conversations with other cast members about this. It's really interesting whenever you start to get to know another cast member. Um, and then you kind of ask them, like, oh, like, what community are you from? It's sort of similar to the idea of, like, a Hogwarts house where, you know, you can kind of get an idea about what a person is like based on, like, where they're from. And it's been totally accurate for, like, every single person I've met. So um, Gama is supposed to be, like, this very – it's known for, like, illegal um, droid fighting and it's sort of like grungy um there's a lot of crime um so the people there are kind of like hardy and tough um okay yeah and then there's pika which is this very beautiful riverside community that you know it's it's they're very like positive um you know sweet and then um surabot's like this mountain place that's also described as being very beautiful but having like really harsh weather and the people there are like quiet and hardy and like hardworking and determined. Um, so whenever I, it was kind of described that way to me. I was like, I kind of identify with that. So that's why I chose. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that is cool. I had, I had no idea that that was a thing. Yeah, I can't wait to go ask people where they're from now. Oh yeah, ask <laughs> go go please ask the the locals of Batu. Talk to them about where they're from. We absolutely love talking about it. <laughs> so what was the or what has been the atmosphere like? in Disney World now that Galaxy's Edge is finally opened? Um, you know, it's still hard to say since it's kind of early. I'm really, I've thought about that. I'm kind of interested to see, like, what it brings, like, what it changes to Disney World as a whole. I think definitely Hollywood Studios is feeling that. Uh, but with basically since opening day, you know, we had a, a little bit of, like, a busy um, few days. But since the, the hurricane um, that... Fortunately, didn't really come here to Orlando, uh, other than like some some wind and rain a little bit. Um, people were kind of canceled their trips, so it's been really slow. There hasn't been a lot of people. The wait time for Smuggler's Run has been pretty much every day I've been there, like around forty minutes, like forty five. Wow! Dang. Yes, yeah. So very fast. Um, so I'm more interested to see what will happen once Rise of the Resistance open in December. I feel like that's going to be kind of our true like opening day to see since we had kind of the circumstances, I think, had less people come. They might come later to see like the entire land when it's open. Sure. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, so if you had only one time or only time to do one thing in Galaxy's Edge, what would you choose? I would I would probably do Smuggler's Run. If I only had time to do one thing, I would go run and do that. Yeah, it, it looks pretty yeah. exciting. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's so fun. Um, really interesting, neat little simulator. Um, it, i got to say, the queue and be, getting on to your, getting into the cockpit is, like, almost as cool as just the rest of the ride itself. Like, love the amount of detail they put into making it feel like you are on the Millennium Falcon. It was so, so cool. Like, my jaw dropped the first time I That's saw amazing. It. Yeah, that is really cool. So, are there any uh, similarities between Galaxy's Edge and Pandora, or is it quite a bit different? Yeah, I think that the similarities I've noticed so far, um, you know, I know that Pandora also is known for having a lot of detail. Um, it looks beautiful at night. Uh, there, It's kind of set in its own um on its own planet 
um, there is like an A attraction and a B attraction. So structurally, that's kind of similar to um, the way that Galaxy Edge is set up. There's an A attraction and a B attraction. And also, you know, I, I think something that have, people haven't thought about is how I think at night, Galaxy's Edge looks almost better because there's so many little like lights everywhere and things that are illuminated like you don't see during the day you can notice like even more details that they put into everything so i like the two at night for sure um so that's kind of similar and you know obviously that it's super immersive um like pandora is you know you you the smell like that's something that to me is like totally pandora to me i always describe it like bell peppers (laughs) that's what it smells like to me yeah but um yeah, so it's it's immersive like Batu. I think that they're very different though, since Pandora is sort of like um like I guess nature focused, whereas maybe Batu is more like structural, like there's buildings. Um you don't get as much of that, like the feeling that the ground is like floating. So going back to the scent really quick, does Batu have a smell or is that just Pandora? Um, I haven't noticed a smell. Uh, like Pandora, you know, like Pandora, it's just, it's, to me, it's like very in your face when you walk in, like you have to notice, like it smells different. Um, I haven't noticed that on Batu, um, but there is, uh, one place that you can eat at called Ronto Roasters. Um, and there's a droid spinning the Ronto meat and it's being roasted by a big pod racing engine that's hanging off the ceiling. And oh, that's you go funny. in there, you can smell the food and it smells so good. So to me, that's a smell that I recognize so a perfect segue into our next question uh what's the best way best thing to eat at galaxy's edge um i haven't tried every single thing so far um i have heard that the ronto wrap is one of the best things that you can eat like on disney property period and from the smell like i cannot wait to try it um but my favorite like little treat to get is the blue milk over at bubawamba's family farm the milk stand i love the blue milk it's so good (laughs) What is it? What is it? Is it just taste like normal milk? Actually, it's dairy free. It's a mix oh, of okay. rice milk and coconut milk. Uh, and then there's, there's blue milk and green milk, and they're flavored differently. So the green milk is kind of floral uh, and citrusy. So to me, it kind of tastes like drinking a tree. If that makes sense? <laughs> like way I don't know if you go into a forest and like smell it, that, that's the way it tastes. Um, interesting. That is interesting. Yeah. Yeah, but a lot of people like it. It's just I like the blue milk a little more. Um, it's more like bubble gum or cotton candy, and I have I'm like a child when it comes to things that <laughs> taste like candy. So yeah. <laughs> so if you've listened to our other episodes, you know there's a question we always like to ask cast members when we have them on as guests, and that one is, um, what are some magic moments that you've been able to make for guests? And I, we know that you haven't been in that role too long, but uh, if you have any, feel free to share them. Yeah, um, you know, just the other day I was, um, my area that I was kind of in for um, my part of my shift was to be out by the Millennium Falcon, and I love to be there. Like I said before, the reactions are so great. Um, and I met a gentleman who kind of came up, just introduced himself. Uh, he was really friendly. Um, he said that he and his wife had been married for 30 years and that uh, they had been annual pass holders ever since they had been married, and she was kind of dizzied out. So he still came to the park by himself and then would just tell her about everything, you know, when he got back home. And so I was <laughs> like, oh, like, I'm so sorry you have to come by yourself, but, you know, I'm really glad that you're, you're keeping the magic alive and everything. And um, he was talking to me about, like, what Disney meant to him. I could tell that it meant a lot to him and everything. So um, I, I asked him, like, do you want a picture? Like, do you want a picture from the Millennium Falcon? Um, got this like great photo of him and everything. He was super into it. He make, made this like great pose. Um, I showed him a couple like little things like on the Millennium Falcon. There's like a very, some people don't know that there's a little tiny Millennium Falcon hanging on the underside and you can see it if you stand in like a certain spot. Like it's just like a little, we call it the baby Millennium Falcon. I don't know why it's there, but it's really cute. Um, so people are always surprised and they see it. So I showed him that. Um, and then he asked if he could take a photo with me um so that he could tell his wife all about me when i got home and how he met like the coolest cast member ever and i was just like oh my gosh that meant so much to me um so i will never forget that it was just it was a really fun little interaction i got to have with him yeah that is pretty cool and it's cool that uh you'll get to know that he'll remember you forever and he got to go share that info share your information with uh his wife 
yeah, I think I'm, I was glad to know that I was a part of his Disney visit for that, just even though a little bit, um, you know, since he was there kind of by himself, you know, I think that he had uh, made it a point to talk to cast members um, and make us like his, his partners for the trip. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, that's awesome. But well, we're going to kind of segue into a new segment. Uh, well, I guess it's a reoccurring segment that we finally named Phil yeah. came up with the great idea, Instagram investigation. So, uh, we go through, uh, Instagram, uh, make sure to give Kylie a follow. It's castle Kylie. We'll make sure to put it in the bio as well. Um, so yeah, make at this point in, in the episode, if you want to go know what we're talking about, go look at her Instagram. Correct. Give her a follow while you're there too. So uh, we noticed you had a lot of pins. So how long did it take you to collect all those? And do you oh, have a favorite? Oh, my goodness. You, you found <laughs> the pins. Um, I've been pin collecting since I was very little. Um, and I have thousands. I'm not even kidding. There's, I have so many. Um, I, I, I couldn't choose one favorite pin. Um, I did get a pin for working opening day. That pin is very special to me for working at yeah, Galaxy. Yeah, that's Dead. awesome. Um, there's another one that is, um, it's it's a very big, it's honestly like the size of my hand. It came in a big box. It's a pin of um, 101 Dalmatians, and it has Pongo and Perdita, and it's the scene where like they're laying with all of the puppies, and they're watching Thunderbolt, and it's this giant pin, and it's like really heavy, and it's a limited edition of like 250, and I got it for my birthday one year, and I collect 101 Dalmatians, so um, that pin is really special to me because I don't think I'll ever see one like it again. Um, so yeah, I, I got a lot of pins like that. They're kind of pieces of my collection and then some pins that have been gifts for me or, um, I just, I obtained them in a meaningful way. And so, um, those are important to me as well. That's awesome. Um, so yeah. God, <laughs> I'll, I'll ask the next one. I saw, uh, your sister made those 101 Dalmatian years. Uh, those were very cool. Do you, how did, how did she do that? If you you know, um, whenever I first kind of came down here, you know, we, my sister is, she's a, a two years younger than me, but she's like my best friend. Um, we missed each other a lot. So we had this idea of like, I, you know what, I'm going to make you a pair of Disney ears and you make me a pair of Disney ears and then we'll swap. And like, it was kind of a surprise. So I attempted, I am not near as artsy as she is. She is very crafty. She's an artist, very creative. That is like her thing. Um, me, I kind of struggle with that. So I tried to make her a pair of Chewbacca ears because she is a Star Wars super fan. Um, they didn't, <laughs> they turned out okay. Um, but when, especially when you compare them to hers, they are, hers are amazing. I don't even know, honestly, 100% how she did it. Um, I kind of asked her and it seemed really complicated <laughs> for me. <laughs> um, I know that we have a sewing machine at home. And so she definitely used that to sew like the bow and then the ears together and everything. Um, but she found the fabric at, I believe, Joanne Fabrics, which is like a craft store. Awesome. Yeah, that's that's really cool. Um, and so we also saw you had a post about Toy Story 4. Uh, what was your opinion on the movie? You know, a lot of people really liked it. I I liked the movie um, like uh, for what it is by itself. But as far as what it kind of does to the series, Toy Story 3 for me was like an emotional experience. I cried in the theater. I was so, it, it, the movie was so great and emotional. So the fact that they, when I heard they were coming out with another one, it was, I don't know. I was kind of going in with like high hopes, but I, it's hard to top that for me. So Toy Story 3. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, I, I, agree. Def I definitely agree with that. We talked about that on the episode and that's essentially what I said. Yeah, yeah, I don't know some of the characters felt a little out of character for me i was kind of like oh like i wouldn't expect that character to act this way or say that um right but you know i i don't think it was bad <laughs> definitely right. yeah, yeah it was like you said it it in itself was a good movie but in the series not so great yeah um but we'll kind of segue into another part uh so just some disney questions uh do you have by any chance, in no order, top three Disney movies? Yeah, um, it's good that you said in no order. That helps. <laughs> but, um, Lady and the Tramp is probably my favorite. Uh, I like 101 Dalmatians, and uh, gosh, it's probably a tie between Journey and, uh, into Lannis. I like that movie. And then um, 
Zootopia is also a favorite of mine. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The end of the end of the dog movies. Yeah, I well, dogs. Are, I'm a dog person, so I, I like those. They're so cute. <laughs> so, what would be your favorite Disney character? Um. Yeah, my favorite Disney character is probably Judy Hopps from Zootopia. I kind of see myself in her a little bit, um, like her personality. And um, at the time when that movie came out, um, she's you know has to like leave her her family, her like small town. And goes into this like city and like has this new experience to like kind of follow her dreams. And at that time, that was when I was like starting college um, and like starting this new. And so I kind of like saw myself in her and I was kind of feeling those same things. So, yeah, it's just a really cute movie. And I, I think um, she's a really neat character and just kind of adorable. Yeah. Um, so do you have a favorite Disney princess? Um, oh, this is really hard. <laughs> uh, I really like Tiana from Princess and the Frog. Um, it was really cool for me to see a princess that is so like hardworking uh, and dedicated, like career focused. Like that's really cool. Uh, I also really like Rapunzel. I know that she's like a big favorite for a lot of people. Um, that yeah, whole movie, Tangled, was great. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have? Uh, oh, sorry, Phil. I'm just taking these over. I, You're good. Not giving you time to talk. Um, uh, two two Disney songs you like? Uh, again, they don't have to be in order. Two songs. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Oh boy. Oh, this is so hard. I can think of so many songs that I really like. Um, or how about this? We'll we'll make it easier too. Maybe two movies that you enjoy the songs from. Okay. Yeah, two movies that I like the music from. Um, Beauty and the Beast would probably be one. I mean, honestly, either the live action or the original animated one. Um, music is great from both of those. Um, and Tangled too. The the music was great from though. I can basically sing any song from Tangled word for word <laughs> yeah that's not that's not a bad talent to have yeah i got i got the beauty and the beast live soundtrack on vinyl i, I love it really? li- yeah i love listening oh, to that yeah. i really yeah. like if i can't love her oh do you yeah, oh, yeah. that's a good one um but anyway um uh, yeah moving on so what uh in your opinion what ride has the best cue oh wow so so with like, this question yeah. this is a subjective question because does best mean most enjoyable? Does it mean the quickest? It's it's however you feel. So answer it to your personal preference. Um, you know, I'm gonna have to say, I really like Tower of Terror's Q. Um, and it's I'm a little partial to it because I got to go on this tour where I went like backstage Tower of Terror, learned like all about how they run it, and in, in when you go into the queue, there's like that lobby and there's all this vintage furniture there. Um, and little do you know that most of that furniture, like, could be in a museum. Um, it's, like, the person who, um, was making all that, like, went to these auctions and these state sales and picked out each individual piece. And there are some artifacts there that, like, belong to famous people from the era, um, or are, like, original pieces from, like, a long, long time ago. So, now that I know that and I go through it, I'm always just in awe of it all because it just looks like a bunch of furniture, but it's not. It's actually like really, really cool. And I've gotten to like sit on the couches and everything and been back there. So that's also cool for me. That is awesome. Did you put a letter in the mailbox? Oh no, we couldn't we couldn't place anything there, but we could we could uh we can go back there and like kind of play around and just okay, that's pretty cool. up close. No closer than we normally would be able to. And so uh the final question is uh, do you have a favorite ride? Favorite ride. Um, it's a tie between Dinosaur and Animal Kingdom. I really like that ride. I can't really nail down why. I just always love it. Um, and Smuggler's Run. It would be a tie between those two. Yeah, Dinosaur is a classic. Even though like, it doesn't matter how many times you ride it. it it's funny. Yeah. People <laughs> will make fun of it but then like so many people will be like that's the best one yeah yeah it's so good (laughs) um so i mean yeah that'll that'll kind of wrap up the show yeah um that was a good one yeah it was uh we wanted to thank you for having for uh joining us today um let's see do i know any galaxy's edge lingo let's see uh till the spires there you go and and... (laughs) you can also say may the spires keep you that would work too May the spires keep you, Phil. And Kylie. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much for inviting me. 
onto your show. This has been great. It's been so fun. Yeah, yeah, we were really happy to have you. Have you? We we're super excited to have uh, a Galaxy's Edge cast member as well. Yeah, so definitely. Um, really enjoyed talking to you, and we will see you guys very soon. Bye. All right. Bye bye.